Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. And this is the ghost of Harold, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, you should be the ghost of Lewis, who seemed oh. like uh, disappeared or something. <laughs> well, te- technically, without bad my voice sounds, I could be either of us. Dude, you could be Lewis. Are you sure you you could be Lewis doing a, a Harold impersonation? <laughs> it's very true. No, he's not that talented. What are you talking about? I try no. to give him credit for everything, guys. I know, I know. And no, so welcome back, Lou. I'm glad. <laughs> um, so today, uh, our faithful listeners, uh, thank you very much for being here. It's been a while. Um, life has taken over. Um, it seems like, uh, you know, we, we joked around and we kind of talked about Harold, um, you know, disappearing for a, a little bit. Um, and fortunately, I disappeared for a while. So, um now life has taken over, and um, unfortunately, it's kind of affected our scheduling and, and our time with each other. But hopefully, we're going to be able to get back to our groove. And today, we have a uh, I, I, an episode I've been looking forward to. And today, we're going to be talking about what is the official title? Into the Spider Verse? Across the Spider Verse. Across. So the first one was Into. Yes. Okay. So Into the today's Across. So yeah. Um, just recently, when uh, on this rec- recording, about a week and a half ago, the uh, the 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 the, um, the movie premiered, and Harold and I were able to take a look at it. And since it's been a while, we've been together. I thought we thought that the best thing to start off with is something kind of relevant, uh, which is a review of this movie. So, Harold, uh, let's be honest. Uh, were you looking forward to? this movie uh like uh coming up after seeing into the spider-verse yeah because into the spider-verse when we first watched it together we did the whole review of like where does it land across all of our favorite spider-man movies or even comic book movies or even animated movies and we came to the general consensus that it's like one of the best spider-man movies and like top one or two depending or not one or two but like top three at least in all the spider-man movies and the animation style when it first came out was groundbreaking and we were and the storyline itself actually being different and not being a story about peter parker for most of the part was very refreshing and seeing a you know brand new character and having to go with his journey instead of the regular journey that we're you know seeing three times over at the time three different human peter parker stories yeah and and going into this one so even when that ended it was like maybe the story's done and the way it finished the movie it kind of felt like a sort of a complete story and then now when you reopen it with the storyline that they actually go to in this movie you realize yeah there is so much more that they could go to with this storyline so um Seeing the first teasers like last year and everything, I was like, "Ooh, looks pretty good." And the Lord Miller guys, though they have never failed, at least me and anything entertaining that they've done. So I was really, really looking forward to this one. Yeah. So, uh, the unfortunate thing is, with everything that was going on with me and everything that's been going on in general, I kind of forgot it was coming out. <laughs> and it was only like 
when I started going back into the movie theaters that I realized, holy crap, this movie is coming up. And I was like, okay, I guess I can, uh, you know what, I'll make time and go watch the movie. Didn't hurt the fact that T-Mobile Tuesday gave a $5 ticket deal. So any theater you can watch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in whatever thing you wanted for $5. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm down. So, so for for T-Mobile users, that's that's the <clears throat> that's the thing. Yeah. So like occasionally, and they did it for they do it for Fast. I don't know if they did it for the Fast movie, but they did it for Spider-Man, which is really surprising because it was one of the biggest movies like this oh. summer, and you would figure that a movie that big wouldn't need help with a promotion like that, but I guess they did. So uh, every Tuesday, you know, T-Mobile users have this T-Mobile Tuesday thing. Just check it out, and sometimes they give you some really good movie deals. Uh, you know, Harold, I'm I'm kind of with you, because when we're talking about, like, um, you know, uh, like expectations and everything, it I almost feel like it kind of got lost in the shuffle of, like, um, Fast X um, and, like, uh, Guardians, um, you know, The Flash and all those things. It seemed like all those movies had more hoopla and more like uh you know uh like um uh, uh, commercials for that rather than into the spider verse and i I feel kind of like you like where um it it actually wasn't me who made the plans to go to watch the movie it was my wife um like literally my wife says hey we're gonna go watch him like oh that that's out already see uh, so it uh, I'm kind of like you i it 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 jumped out of nowhere, um, and um, you know, and um, you know, uh, I was I was glad I was able to uh, 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 take some time to watch the movie. So um, you know, normally for the for our listeners, you know, we we have a tradition. Lewis always um, does the lose views, um, and uh, since since Harold um, sounds like uh, an old man right now, um, I thought that uh, at least we thought it wouldn't be appropriate for Harold trying to do the lose views. So I'm going to try to attempt to do lose views today. So um, should I time you? Sure. Let's see. I, I, it'll be Dennis's. No, that uh, that rhymes, but I, it doesn't have anything to do with this, except for length, I guess. What? What I did there? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Figured. <laughs> okay, so um, are you gonna time me? Hold on. Let me find the thing here. <laughs> This is riveting podcasting, guys. It's super. Harold looking for uh, the app that goes, "Hey, this is hey, what time it is." It's a clock. I don't know why. Why the I clock? Super Mario Brothers. Oh my God, this is stopwatch. Okay, ready. There you go. Here we go. Ready. Here we go. Dennis's views. Per 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 into the spider. No, uh, across the Spider Verse. So we have um, Gwen Stacy. Uh, playing the drums, and we realize that the teenage angst um, is is really there, and it we, turns out that we, she is missing uh, the connections from the other spider people, especially Miles Morales. Um, and uh, just so happens that we understand and we find out that um, the backstory of Gwen Stacy and how Peter Parker uh, was that universe's uh, Green Goblin, and he dies, and the father... Um, Sergeant Stacy, unfortunately, or Captain Stacy, unfortunately, has to try to arrest Gwen. Um, right at that moment, as uh, the the big bad is try is running around with this vulture that from uh 
from like uh, medieval times comes out of nowhere. We uh, we have Miles not Morales, Miguel O'Hara, um, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and unfortunately I don't know the woman's name, but the badass woman in the bike comes in, saves the day, and because of circumstances, Spider Woman. Spider is everybody's Spider Woman, and because of Spider Woman, uh, because of circumstances, um, she has to leave because the father tries to arrest her, and this leads us to uh, the discovery that there is a, um, a secret society of spiders that is trying to save the world. Fast forward to uh, um, a little bit more. Miles Morales is in the same situation where. Um, even though life has moved on and even though it seems like he has become a full-fledged Spider-Man, um, he's still lost. And one of the people that the grounded him was uh, Gwen Stacy. And, uh, uh, you know, um, with uh, Captain Stacy, the, his father, Captain Stacy, uh, Captain Morales um, is trying to, um, is, is getting his, um, uh, his promotion. Um, all of a sudden, we have this big bad, which is Spot, which we think is a regular... My God, this is so hard. Uh, so many things going through my mind. Um, and we think it's a garden variety villain, but it turns out that he's going to be the big bad of this whole movie, which is amazing to me. Um, you know, the spot causes a huge disruption of space-time continuum. Uh, Spider-Verse um, shenanigans happen. Uh, we go to India where we see a um, Hindu Peter Parker um, and a rock star from England, um, uh, Peter Parker, uh, come in and, and help the, save the day. Um, and unfortunately, it turns out that even though uh, Miles Morales is doing what he's supposed to do, it, he actually causes something called a, a, a break in canon, um, something along those lines. Lots of um, complex uh, words happening there. And when it happens, uh, when this happens, he is brought to uh, meet uh, Miguel O'Hara. And here we find out that. Um, what uh, the, in in a lot of ways, uh, Miguel O'Hara is the one in charge of the, uh, fixing the universe. And it turns out that there are certain events, canon events that have to happen, such as the death of Ben uh, uh, of, of Uncle Ben or the um, the the death of of of, uh, of uh, Gwen Stacy's dad. These things have to happen in order for Spider-Man to become Spider-Man. Um, and the ugly truth of the matter is that. Um, you know, in order for this to happen, it, uh, in order for Spider-Man to become Spider-Man, tragedy has to strike. And uh, we find out that Miles Morales um, was actually part of a universe that was uh, that was not supposed to be. Um, you know, the, the spider that bit Miles Morales is actually from another universe, which makes him an anomaly, which makes him a bad guy in the eyes of Miles Morales and the, spider, uh, the Spider-Man community. Oh, my God, I think I'm like three minutes already. And so it was a two and a half hour movie. So uh, to be fair, um, so we what what happens now is that we have this chase um, uh, that that it was a pretty awesome. Um, uh, every single um, uh, Spider-Man you can think of tries to go after Miles Morales because Miles now realizes that he is also going to be part of a canon event, uh, which is the death of his father, who's going to be a captain. Um, and he tries to save it, and Miguel tries to dis- uh, stop it because that would mean that his universe could be destroyed. Um, but Miguel uh, uh, Miles Morales is able to escape everybody and return home. Uh, unfortunately for us, we find out that he's actually not home. He is back in another universe where uh, the, um, the 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 spider was supposed to bite uh, Peter Parker, but never did. 
Um, and it turns out that Miles Morales, since he did not get um, his powers, actually becomes a villain. Um, and this sets up, um, surprise, surprise, the um, the um, uh, Empire Strikes Back moment where we realize that it is going to be continued. We have the assemblage of the heroes, and we're going to have to wait a year before we do this. Oh, my God, I can't believe I let Lewis do this. It's more fun when Lewis does it. Per 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 Dennis's views. How bad very good, then, very good, very good. That's only five minutes. Oh my god! And ten seconds. <laughs> you were spot on when he said this is about three minutes. <laughs> and then, yeah, two minutes per, more. It's pretty good. Oh pretty god. good. That was, I'll, you know what? Having to listen, not having to listen to Lou. <laughs> having heard Lou do his version of Lou's views for all these years, it's amazing how detailed you are in your review <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to balance out detail and and trying to get through it but <clears throat> thing, um it, it was funny because um the show that we watched was like at six o'clock and you know six o'clock is like right smack in the middle, like middle like lunch uh, for dinner for us and so we were like should we eat before should we eat after um and i was thinking to myself you know it's now these movies are like an hour forty, hour fifty minutes anyway. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll eat afterwards. And lo and behold, it was like two and a half hours. Like I was not expecting that, but to be honest with you, it did not feel like it. Uh, no, if you know, the first hour of that movie flew by so fast because, mm-hmm. like, when I went to watch it, I looked down and I was like, "Oh, we're an hour into it," and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's halfway done." and like you say, lo and behold, no, it was pretty much a third, a thirty-third of the way done. Yeah. So, yeah, very long movie, only to be ended by the words "to be continued." <laughs> and I could tell, you know, how you can tell the movie's about to end, mm-hmm. and then the more you think about what's going down, you're like, the movie can't end like this. I was like, it, the movie's. It's it's got to be it's got to be finishing soon. There's no way they wrap everything up in the next two minutes or so, and then <laughs> the big surprise that I guess some people had figured, but I was I like I said, barely even knowing that this movie was coming out, I had no idea that a sequel was coming. So, for them to say, and then I guess we can say the title of the next one is Beyond the Spider Verse, coming out in 2024, which is in, in March. Yeah, which feels like they did the whole Back to the Future 2 and 3, where mm. they just filmed the same movies together and just split it. it. It's it's convenient. You can have a whole year of marketing this thing. But one of those things where everybody was saying, this is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. It's tough to do that when it ends. It's not even a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger, for sure. But it's a cliffhanger that you didn't expect coming and it it felt like there should have been an ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why, um, that's why your, your argument that, um, empire is the best movie. sucks because, uh, no, it could, it could have ended like that. (laughs) Empire could have ended like that. And like the whole saga could have ended like that. Hey, that's how, that's how empire ended. What are you talking about? Uh, there was no to be continued though. It's not like back to the future. Two, I guess. I guess fine. Um, which by the way, real, real quick, what, what was your um? 
I don't know what time you went there, but um, I had a pretty sizable audience. What was the What was the audience's reaction? I went. God. Okay. So, like I told you guys, I just discovered that the plant in Van Nuys had remodeled some of their theaters, and they had the very big, nice, reclinable couches. And if you sit in the handicap uh, aisle, which is convenient if you're like a solo movie watcher, it's like having a whole row to yourself. And I decided that I was too tired on Saturday to watch it. So I was like, most people watch it Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon or Saturday night, Friday night. So Sunday afternoon must be empty. I forgot that the second most famous. Uh, favorite time, most popular time, is to watch movies on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, because that movie theater was overbooked, and there was people who are like, I get sitting in the front row when your seats reclining, but dude, it's like literally staring up Spider Man's nose the whole time. <laughs> and I also made the mistake of not booking the handicapped seat that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And got a row behind it instead, which is still nice. Mm-hmm. But that meant that little children were sitting right next to me. Oh, no. And fidgeting the whole time. And it's oh, not no. like you can, you know, get mad at another person for just doing being like a regular human or a child. Um, so, I, you know, just take it. At the same time, you could tell that it was a crowd that was watching the movie that was a movie crowd and not a comic book crowd. You know, there's like a big difference, like not a big difference, but you could tell the difference. You got to, got to. Like when certain characters would come up, I was one of maybe three people in the theater that were like, hey, or, oh, dude, that's awesome. And then, you know, a theater of silence besides the three. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of interesting. So how did what was the reaction once uh once once the people found out it was to be continued? I was one of the few people that went, "Ah, oh, come on, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> yeah, well, that that pretty much happened in our 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 our, our um our theater. Um, and people were so like utterly like like sh- they were shattered that uh, that it was to be continued. They were. You know, which I, I guess, and part of our conversation later, I, I guess is a good thing because they were so into it. Um, the funny part is the two that was the most like so angry was was my daughter and my wife. My my, my daughter declared that it was the worst day ever um, because it was to be continued. <laughs> because we have to wait a whole year. Because <laughs> the way that movie ramps up, it's like I can't wait to see what's next, and then it's literally like. Here, hold these blue balls real quick because you got you got to take another eleven or not eleven like a year and like you know nine months until you get to see it again. Yeah, well, Which, that's the thing though. Like you're you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I guess we can kind of get into the movie without. I mean, I I spoiled it with lose views, but oh, by the way, spoiler spoiler alert. <laughs> you know the, the 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 whole thing like. It, like the pacing was amazing. Like, um, like by the time we got to the end, I I didn't realize how, like, how wound up I was already. Like, 
uh, with the chase, with uh, you know the revelation that we found out, with him, you know, um, being able to escape. You know, there was that. You know, it it just kept on building up, building up, building up, building up. Uh, that at the end, I was like, "What's next? What next? What's next?" And then to be continued. It was it was it was this like amazing like um, um, uh, like build up and um, a crash almost, I guess, at the end. Yeah, but it's it's super interesting because if you go from the chase to the end of the movie, mm-hmm. you would think that would be a good way for the movie to end with him coming back to do everything in time. Mm-hmm. But the big twist that he's in the wrong universe. Yep. I was like, that was one of those times you obviously, well, if you see that coming good for you. And apparently there are people who did, because in the background, some people were like, Oh, if you look at the background, you can see that he's going to go to, um, you know, of, version 42 instead of where he's from like what we don't know what de- what he what universe he's designated and you don't really think about i mean when you're trying to watch a movie with that much detail it's hard to pay attention to even the the biggest details in the back no, so really. like <clears throat> the crazy thing about this movie is that so much is packed into it that you would figure that in itself deserves two movies but they were able to fit all of that into the initial movie. So it's like, if that's, if this is the middle movie and the next one is the ending of the movie or the ending of the trilogy, I can't imagine the stakes that they're going to go for the next one. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. Like I, I was, part of me yesterday was thinking like, man, you know, like there's so like at, at first I was like, um, we were at the end already. Like how, how much, how much, you know, like I think we could have, Another five minutes, we could have finished this. Yeah, but then the way they set it up, with you know, because it, it it's funny. Like I um some I, 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 I some like websites I've seen looking back now kind of spoiled certain things. I just didn't realize it. Um, because there were so many like um so many like comparisons and so many like uh, scenes of. Gwen and Miles kind of like separate from each other, and I was think I was trying to figure out like the significance of it, um. But then I realized like you know at, at the end of the the movie, I, I kind of turned to you know my wife and my daughter, and I, I thought to myself, who actually is the main antagonist in this in this series right now, you know? Antagonist or protagonist? Protagonist, sorry, protagonist, because. You know, the first movie definitely was uh, it was Miles Morales, but now it's uh, it's still more about Miles. But you know, I, I they they really focused on the Gwen Stacy character. Um, yeah, and it seems like, at least for me, it seems like there's a chance that while it's still going to be a Miles Morales society, uh, story, it seems like Gwen Stacy's story arc is going to be really interesting. Um, for I'm, at least I'm hoping, at least I'm projecting maybe, but it's going to be really interesting for the next movie. I think it's going to be uh, now that it's a trilogy. You have the first movie that's about Miles. Literally half of this movie is about Miles, and the other half is about Gwen. Yeah. So if the third movie is more about Gwen and her, um, her story, like her being the 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 hero for because obviously it's going to be about her 
trying to save Miles in his own universe. Yeah. And now that he's kind of, you know, in the position that he's at at the end of the movie, it's going to take all of those people. And the only reason all of those people are following is because of Gwen. Yeah. So they might be the 1A and 1B to the story. Yep. I, 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 and I'm, I'm loving... I'm loving it right now. Um, uh, let's talk about. Let's talk, speaking of love, you know, uh, and you know, one thing that I got to tell you that there was a lot of emotional, like moments, and and there's a lot of surprising connections that I, I like um, to characters that I didn't realize that I had kind of liked and I had kind of like grown fond of um, because there were so many great like um, like um, character moments that you know. Not just from Miles, not from not just from uh, Gwen, but there were so many surprising um, characters that I really, really like. Like I didn't realize just how much I missed Peter Bar- P- Peter B. Parker, um, and <laughs> the fact that you have Mayday Parker there, um, and it's at, like you know because if you really think about it, like in, in the, the end of Into the Spider Verse, at least I felt that they. You know, like I, I was so happy when I saw Peter B. Parker because um, when I didn't see any of the other characters from before, I thought to myself, well, it doesn't make any sense uh, to bring him back because we already have the happily ever after that we got, you know. But I didn't realize just how much when I saw him and I realized that he was going to be a part of this story, I like it, it, it I, I loved it so much. Um, and um, I'm so glad that they included it. And it seems like they're going to be bringing back some of the other characters as well. Yeah, John Mulaney's back now that he's out of rehab. So, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> also, do you know who voiced Ben Riley? Um, was it Keanu? No, dude. No, okay. Who is it? Jake Peralta. Shut up. Okay. okay. Okay, I can see that. You're right. I was trying to figure out because I, 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 when I, I, I was I kept on asking is that is that Keanu just just like his mannerisms but I can see Jake Peralta being uh, being uh, Ben Riley. I kind of got um that's one of the things that's kind of sad about is it got spoiled for me somewhere that Andy Samberg was playing Ben Riley, mm-hmm. and then I was like, first of all, I didn't know that he was in the movie, which is you know. We probably should have seen that coming because if all of them billions of Spider-Man are going to be in this movie, then they probably should add a clone of his, I guess. And but to have it being Andy Samberg, someone who you know we highly admire over at this pod, kind of cracked me up even harder. And then realizing at the end that Spider-Ham is coming back <laughs> means that Chip and Dale are going to be. <laughs> together in another animated film so good for them <laughs> good for them i love it yeah like um when i when i heard Mulaney, like uh, in, in in like a like a, a flashback i'm like oh but uh, again i'm glad that um I, I at least we didn't hear him but at least we saw spider ham um in, in what's up hmm? oh no i just coughed Oh, and my cough sounds like me talking, <laughs> but I just coughed. No, that was the most intelligent thing you said, though. <laughs> <It> was, ah. 
Um, let's see. Um, the other thing I kind of wanted to uh, kind of talk about is, um, you know, with with you know, I have to I have to try to find where the episode is, and I'm gonna have to look and and I'm gonna have to find it. But I distinctly remember when we did the Into the Spider Verse review. One of the last things I said was, "If they make Miguel O'Hara the bad guy, um, yes, you did say that. I was gonna rage, you know. So, um, but is he the bad guy? I mean, right now, technically, technically, yes. Technically, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe there's gonna be a redemption arc of sorts. But you know, it it that's what it seems like it's become. Where you know he, you know, he, I mean. If you if you think like I was thinking about it, like you know, like he is doing what he thinks is best because he's trying to save the universe. Because he made the same mistake. Yeah. And so here we have this kid who says that I'm going to be able to do it because I have faith or or whatever it is, you know. So who knows? At least right now that's where, you know, at least for me that that's what that's what irritated me is that you know, a he wasn't doing anything wrong technically, but um, because Miles is Miles and he's the hero of the movie, everybody, uh, you know, he 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 become he, he um, uh, Miguel O'Hara looked more like an ass, and so everybody was supportive of, you know, of uh, Miles Morales, like that girl who helped Miles escape, like barely knew Miles, saw Miles for like what thirty seconds. And you know, a look at uh, a look at uh, Miles, and that was enough for her to jeopardize the whole like multiverse. Yes. So I don't know, but sad that um, Miguel O'Hara um, was was there. Like I was hoping, I was hoping it was gonna be more, but oh well. What can I say? Um, any anything else that um, that you liked about the movie? There's just a, there were so many. Just f- the movie overall is just super fun, and it's like I've watched the, the, some of the videos where people are like, "Pay attention to the beginning of the movie because it gives you all the different old Marvel logos, all the old Sony logos." It's the attention to detail like that mm-hmm. that makes you realize how much these people love making this movie, and all the things in the background that you'll never pay attention to that they've decided to be like, "This is an integral part of the story." But because we have you so infatuated with what's happening in front of you right now, you're never going to look at it. And then eventually, when somebody else does the Easter egg hunting for you, you're going to be like, oh, I was there the whole time. It's, it's, there's people have literally made three different versions of Easter eggs for this movie just because there's so many Easter eggs that you're never going to be able to find by yourself. So like YouTubers are collaborating just to be like, this is one that we missed, but this isn't one that somebody else saw. And this is one that we saw that maybe he didn't see here. And it's like, just the fact that there's so much going on yet. You're literally just focused on what's happening right in front of you the whole time. And the characters are likable enough that you want to cheer for every single one of them. Not even likable, they're lovable. And it's like, yeah, Miles does some stuff where it's like, he does some questionable things where it's like, you know, you didn't need to do that kind of deal. But he has that whole, and that's where I think where you think 
the Peter B. Parker character is so integral to the story is how much he inputted into Miles to be like, you have to be the a, like a, a better version of Spider-Man for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole canon event where they're in Mumbahattan and he saves the the um the guy's uncle, whatever Spider-Man version's uncle there. It's like cool. Good for him because that's what he knows. And it's like not knowing that Gwen wanted to stop him because she thought he was gonna get hurt and instead being like, No, I have to stop you because you're gonna be doing something that's gonna ruin the rest of the multiverse for you. Mm. It's one of those things where it's like at the time you just re- you just think that you know she's just taking care of Miles itself, and then it's like she sees the bigger picture, but then at the end she figures the bigger picture really doesn't matter anymore because I've seen what has happened in my life and how I'm able to fix what's happening in my life by her father, you know, quitting the job so he's not the captain anymore, and then being like, if my dad can do this and maybe fix our timeline, maybe it's possible for it to happen also in Miles's time. Yeah. And which I think is gonna hopefully going to be a a key component. Like like I said, maybe Miguel O'Hara gets a redemption act, um, at, even though you know, even though he, he it's he's not like the bad guy, bad guy. But um, you know, we're uh, there's a lot of assumptions. But but you're right. There was a change in Gwen Stacy's um, multi uh, universe, but no 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 glitching happened. You know, um, so. There's, you know, maybe there's an explanation that we're going to find out. And I guess that's going to be one of the things we get to look forward to in March 2024. Yeah, dude. Look, I'm now, now more than ever, that that March 2024 date is ingrained in your heads. It's hard to not be looking forward to this movie. Yeah. Whereas opposed to this one, like we talked about earlier, where it's like, it kind of sneaks up on you. The next one is literally like, we know the date. If they change the date, fine. But we all know that a new Spider-Man that's supposedly closing this thing out, and we don't even know if that's going to be pop- going to happen, is coming out next year. So that's something for us to look forward to. Yeah, and it's going to be sad if that's going. I mean, it's going to be sad for me if they end it because, man, like, like we said, the first one was a great movie. A great standalone movie. Didn't expect. Didn't think that. That I mean, I kind of wanted more, but I didn't need to just because it was such a great like a standalone movie. But like you said, now who knew? It, this is something that uh, that we wanted, um, and I'm pleasantly surprised that we get at least one more. Um, and like you know, uh, Lord and Miller, amazing. You know, I'm I'm surprised that. You know that uh, we have. Uh, hopefully, we're going to see more. You know, it's cr- you know what I've thought. I've, I've thought about too is they've they've introduced so many characters that's very possible for them to do a whole like. Not exactly. They don't got to do movies, but they could do a TV show where it's like, how did all these characters end up in that secret spider society? Yeah, and you know, there's like, just each they, character has its own like backstory. You know, I, I think that would be interesting. Yeah, and it would take like an episode each for them to be like, and this is how I ended up there, half an hour. And then it, it, the ending is them chasing after um, Miles Morales. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, so 
any negatives, anything that you didn't like about the movie? Seems like so far there's been a lot of positives, a lot of uh, um, things that we liked. Anything that you didn't like about it? Um, you know, I, I I think for me, and maybe it was intentional. Um, I don't know about you, but maybe and maybe it was my theater. But the beginning was so subdued. Um, you know, even though it was Gwen playing the drums, uh, the, the like, and again, maybe it was intentional that it built up from, you know, like um, like um, like I could barely hear what they were saying. I, oh, that's I thought that was my theater too. Oh, okay. Because for me, the music was so loud, I could not understand what they were saying. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just a thing in the theater where they're overplaying the music and you can't hear the dialogue. Mm-hmm. If anything, that would be a complaint. I have one opposite complaint, and I think it's a great point that you brought up, is that a character that should have been a throwaway gag ends up being the catalyst for the whole movie. Oh, in the yeah. spot. like. Uh, who like when he's first introed it's like oh he's just gonna take care of this guy on his way to school and you think that's what exactly happens and then no he ends up being the opposite where it's like oh everything that's about to happen is because of this guy getting a bagel thrown at him so it's like yeah so negative or for you or what no that's the thing is that would be the only negative I would have seen if mm-hmm. he hadn't ended up being like the big bad. If uh, yeah, like if he, if if that was the big bad, no. Oh, if the big bad ended up just being him the way his powers were, uh-huh. I would have been disappointed in it. <laughs> but the way he's been able to manipulate not just his powers but the storyline itself in terms of here's a character that has no uh like uh uh i don't know the word i'm looking for but oh but it it shouldn't be relevant after the first uh few times you see him yeah and then it's like no 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 this movie moves because of this character and the movie continues because of what this character is going to do so kind of interesting and if anything my biggest complaint would be the length of the movie Mm-hmm. Just because, like we said, two and a half hours just to be a to be continued was a little rough. But the more I think about it, there's hardly anything that you could cut out yeah. that wouldn't make this that wouldn't make you want to see what's coming up next. Yeah, because the set pieces that they had, the <clears throat> man, dude, like there's there's no like who who do you take out? Paviter Pabarka, whatever his name is. That whole Mumbai or Mum, what was it? What was it? you had the word? I think it's a Mumbai Hatton. Mumbai Hatton or whatever. Yeah, that whole Mumbai Hatton uh, sequence was from from beginning to end was great. You know, um, and it was thrilling. But you know the, the uh, even even like when you go into the the, the where the, all the spiders are, um, you know, first off it was entertaining. And then when the big reveal happened that he's an anomaly, and then you start seeing all of these, like uh, the different deaths um, um, of, of every single Spider-Man that you know, and uh, you know it, it was it was just compelling. And so, 
I can't think of anything that they could have taken out. You know, and but like I said, you know, um, while yes, two and a half hours might seem might seem a long time, at least while I was sitting there, I kid you not, I it did not feel like two and a half hours for me. No, you know, it, I, it was the opposite of like I watched Shazam: Fury of the Gods a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and that movie felt like it was four hours long, and yeah, I think dude. it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Did okay. You see that movie? So... Um, let's see. Let's do a review. Um, for our review system, we usually have three, um, uh, three set, three sets. We have the first one, which is uh, meh, el terrible, and meh. Is it, is it meh or el terrible? I like using el terrible. Okay, el terrible. Oh, you're right, el terrible. Number two is cromulent or perfectly cromulent. And then the last one is the Jeff Winger Jeff guarantee. Winger guarantee. Yeah. So um, I'll start. I, I have to tell you, um, I, I, I don't think I told you this, but there was one thing that got spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. The spoiler was somebody reminded me that it was already announced before that this was a two-part movie. Like somebody, somebody had mentioned, and I like when they mentioned it, I was like, "You're absolutely correct." When they announced um, across the Spider Verse, they had mentioned that it was the uh, it was it was for the was one of two movies, and so when somebody said that, I was like, "Oh crap, it's going to be a to be continued thing." Then, so it was funny, like, and, and it's my memory these days. Like um, um, for most of the movie, I completely had forgotten that revelation that happened like a week ago, and but then as you said, when it started like slowing down and you realized it was near the end, I was like, "Oh crap!" Like the back of my mind, ding, 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 ding. This is a to be continued moment, and I was like, "Oh no!" Um, you know, aside from that, aside from that, I have to give you. I have to say that I'm gonna give it a Jeff Winger guarantee. Yes. Um, it's a long movie, and yes, I guess that you would need to have, um, you know, in order for you to fully appreciate every single nuance of this movie, you maybe would be good for you to have watched the first one and some of the other Spider-Man movies and know the lore. But I feel like even without the background, um, it was a strong, um, uh, it was a strong performance by the voice actors. Uh, you know, I really like the original. Um, you know, um, uh, art style, and I thought that they improved on it because, you know, whether it, like if it's uh, Gwen's uh, universe, if it was um, um, uh, Mumbai you know, every single place had its own unique art style, and it was it was so different that I was I really got into it, and the no point in that movie was I like bored or anything, so I'm gonna have to give it a Jeff Weir guarantee. I fully agree with you on this one. Um, one of those things, like you said, though, is is <clears throat> yes, you don't have to have seen. Uh, they they wrap it up so nicely in the beginning that you can kind of, if you missed into the Spider Verse, then you can kind of get into this. Mm-hmm. And if you'd never seen any Spider Man movie before this, you can kind of figure a way around it. But because of the fact that we are the people who have seen all those movies, it fully it invests you more into this movie because it's now that it's really saying we understand everything that's come before us and we are 
um, we're never neglecting it. We're we're celebrating it. In fact, we're we're telling everybody those were great things. Remember those great things. If you haven't seen them recently, go check them out. But at the same time, this is a new direction that we're going in, and we I think you're going to have fun with this one. And like we said, with Into the Spider Verse, the visual was so dramatically different from anything that we'd ever seen before that this one is just a great continuation of it it feels like both a comic book and a video game at the same time so it's like one of those it's really appreciative of the um forms of media that have come before it so it's like if we know that you enjoy like watching this one and then having played the spider-man playstation game with miles morales in it and then also playing the original Spider-Man game where they had, you know, Miles as a subplot. It's also like one of those things where it's like, because they're openly acknowledging, like Genki was playing Spider-Man in the in the movie. <laughs> and one of the guys that comes out in the Spider or in the Secret Spider uh, Secret Spider Society is PlayStation Spider-Man. And it's like, okay, they get it. They're understanding how everything works here. And like I said, we're we're the guys who have been playing those games and it like it, it it invests you into the story even more. So it's like they understand everything coming into it and they're like fully embracing it. And I'm all for it. It's not a perfect movie, but it is a damn good movie. Yeah, and like I, I was kind of joking in the middle where it's like it's it it's close to one of the best Spider-Man movies. It's for me at the moment, it's probably like two and three with Into the Spider-Verse because this movie isn't as complete without Into the Spider-Verse. And I'll probably say the same thing about Beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's going to be like a complete, like the trilogy has to <clears throat> always mention together. And, but, uh, you know, who knows? But, you know, the one thing, though, that you kind of mentioned is um, it's so interesting that you know, Lord and Miller were able to kind of like connect everything, you know, into something cohesive, something that made sense. At the same time, Sony still doesn't understand how to do the universe. Like you have Morbius, you have the upcoming Craven and everything. So Venom, you know, Venom, yeah, Venom, you know, so it's like, for the love of God, you know, somebody, you know, they already did with James Gunn, you know, somebody yeah. Miller and Lord, and let them take over yeah make them take over the spider the spider-man universe you know because it seems like they have a firm grasp of who it is which by the way the only thing the biggest complaint i have is um there should have been um like it would have been fun if you you saw like a um uh, one of the mitchells show up um in the in the spider-verse no because they did that as well yes yeah, it would be fun. Just, just I would. Like, I mean, they already did. They already had the homage to the Lego Movie. Yeah, which like, I can't believe they had. They took that much, like, like so much time with the Lego Movie. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it was just gonna be a quick, you know, quick like couple seconds, but no, that was like a good like couple, like a minute or two, right? Yeah, I was like, whoa, really? This thing's this thing's still going. Have you heard the one theory that has actually been cracking me up about the whole thing? Yeah. Is do you notice there's only one character who's never changed throughout any Spider-Man movie? Oh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. That he's the Stan Lee of uh <laughs> of the uh, Sony universe. Ah, oh, I, I like that one. There you go. 
So that J.K. Works? Simmons. I mean, like multiple versions of J.K. Simmons. Um, Lego version. Yeah. Like it, it seemed like at least every single. I I don't remember Mumbai if the, you hear J.K. Simmons somewhere, but you do hear him multiple times throughout the movie. So. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Um, listeners, thank you very much for uh, paying attention. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our episode. Um, like we said, uh, we are going to try to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, and hopefully this is going to be the first of many that you're going to start hearing. Um, you know, if you liked our episode and, uh, you know, please take a look at all our older episodes. You can take a look at the two fanboys, one casual dot pod dot podbean dot com for all of it. And you can take a look at Facebook as well, where we have a lot of like-minded individuals who uh, gather together and just like, you know, talk um, story with each other. And of course, Harold? On Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, we are two fanboys, one casual. And then you can catch us anywhere you find a regular podcast. We're there as well. And we all just picked up a new video game, so we'll probably be streaming again. Casual Fanboy Gaming on Twitch.tv. We're gonna be, are we going to be uh, doing competitions soon? We might, well, you know, just for fun. Okay, there you go. Hey, Lewis is getting serious with, uh, he actually bought I know. Uh, you know, the sad thing is, though, right? Is he's going to pay, he's going to pay all that money to be still the ah! first one. <laughs> going to give him thirds. <laughs> I'm going to give him first, second, and thirds, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, Lou, hopefully, uh, hopefully you come back to us. Hopefully you don't have any more anniversaries next week. <laughs> <laughs> or, or birthdays. <laughs> okay, uh, that's it for us today. Thanks, H. Um, this is Two Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. This is Dennis. And this is Harold. Peace. Thank you. Thank you.